0: Alright, good evening everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living, and yet another chance to get our acts together. Today is November 3rd, 2022, in week 196. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live streaming Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, As you can see from the title, it says, don't take it for granted. There are a lot of things in life that we seem to take for granted. So we're going to take a deep dive in the Bible and see what it says about this. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it.
1: Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us. Lord, we thank you first and foremost for all the things that you did for us up until this point in our lives. Lord, we thank you for how you've just given us shelter, you've given us food, you've given us uh, sunshine, you've given us rain, you've given us wind, air. Lord, you've given us so many things. Lord, help us to not take anything for granted. Lord, help us to be grateful but we're asking that no matter what happens to us in this life, help us to remember that there's still a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight, that your word would go forth, Lord, that we would all increase, Lord, we would all decrease, Lord, and you would increase, Lord, and only you. But we're praying that only your word would go forth, Lord. Fill our minds, Lord, with knowledge and understanding. Fill our minds with wisdom. Fill us with your spirit, Lord, more than we've ever had, Lord. Help us to just see things in a better way, Lord, better than we've ever seen it up until this point. Lord, we're believing you for these miracles. We're believing you for all the blessings, Lord, uh, that you've
0: promised to bestow upon us. And so, Lord, we're
1: praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, don't take it for granted. Um, I talking to. Uh, I was thinking about what to talk about, um, and person, someone asked me about the Bible studies, and they wondered, do I talk about the same thing? Um, because we have a Zoom Bible study on Monday, as Melvin uh, usually announces. Zoom Bible study on Monday, seven o'clock Central Time. If you you ever have an opportunity, drop in. Uh, we love to have you. And I don't. I do not cover the same topic on Monday nights that I cover on Thursday. Every now and again, I might, um, but I don't because God is continually placing something on my heart. Um, Uh, And I also, I was telling telling the people who came, I told them, you know, I don't want you to get in here and get bored and say, well, we talked about that Monday night. So then you check out mentally and you're not even paying attention. I want to keep you interested. Um, I want to do my part. Uh, But regardless of that, it's not about what I personally want. God places different things on my heart. And so the other day, I was uh driving down the road and um I traffic began to slow and I, I came up on this really bad accident. Um I, I seen about three cars uh involved and I seen just over not very far off the road at all, uh still I believe it was still touching the pavement. I seen a car flipped upside down. Um and I seen two ambulances there, and as um as I see this, I'm thinking about how this could not have happened that much earlier um, in the day. Like this, this was a pretty new accident. I don't know; it was within the last maybe thirty minutes or so.
0: And so I'm sitting here, and I'm,
1: I'm thinking about how God has spared me because. This could have happened right in front of me. I could have seen it all, Uh, even if I wasn't involved with it, even just seeing it. You know, you cannot help but to be afraid. Uh, But even though I didn't see it physically happen, um, just me traveling right behind it. I'm thinking about how, you know, sometimes we take a lot of things for granted. You know, God, that, that thought came into my mind. Don't take these things for granted. You know, we get in our car or truck or whatever we ride and we travel somewhere going 15 minutes. You know, there are people who have lost their lives and they only were planning to leave the house for about 10 minutes, you know, run up to the store and get something, have a bad accident, you know, uh, Lots of things happen to people. People leave the house. They're not knowing it's going to be their last moment, their last day, Uh, but they leave and have a stroke or leave and have a heart attack. You know, something catastrophic happens and takes people out. And so my heart just was on this thing about not taking any of these moments that we have for granted. Right now we're in uh, we call this program Joy in the Midst of a Storm because that's what we're trying to bring someone happiness, uh, someone joy through the Word of God because it's really God bringing it to you. Um, a joy and a peace that the world cannot take. So, as my mind thinks about this, you know, God is dealing with me on not taking. Even the small things for granted. You know, we have a lot of small things. Uh, I've talked about it before. You know, we have so much technology today. Uh, people all across the world. You know, we can hear a message from someone in China in, in uh, any other country. We can find out what's going on in Ukraine, what's going on in Russia. Uh, if you have somebody's number over there, you can directly talk to them instantly. Um, uh, someone told me about how uh, I knew a person who was in the military and how they had family back home, children back home, and they would use satellites from space and they could see directly into their yard, into, uh, at their home and see exactly what their children were doing. Children taking a four-wheeler out that they were supposed to. And they, did, they had no clue how their father called them, but he used a satellite. See, th- there's access to something we don't, I don't personally have access. Many of us don't have access to using a satellite. But you know, once we get in a certain position, this man had access because of the position he was in, being in the military. See, once we get access to a certain position, you are granted more benefits, more things. Many people want a job, and they say, oh, I want this job. I'm going to apply for that job because it comes with this salary. It comes with benefits. You get this many days off. It has this insurance. We want those benefits. And I realized in God, we have so many benefits. We have so many Uh, things that he has granted to us that somebody else might not have because they're not in the same position because they're not a follower of God like we are. A parent who loves their child, look, they might love some other people out there, but for their child, they're going to do more. This is the type of God that we have who's willing to go so very far for us But, you know, one thing that has happened, I'm sure, to probably all of us at this point, uh, things someone has did for us, we've taken for granted. Things that we didn't recognize were really important, once it stopped, now we're, we're, we're having a hard time. You know, our parents, they fed us uh, or or whoever we live with, guardian, grandmother, whoever, uh, they fed us. And, you know, if you get to a certain age and they're no longer cooking for you, you you go out and move somewhere else. Now you start looking around like, man, (laughs) what am I going to eat? You get tired of eating noodles, baby. You get tired of eating the same old thing. You're like, man, I sure wish I had a home-cooked meal. Then you start thinking, well, I could go back home, you know, if we have access to it. You know, you start recognizing these small things. You know, sometimes we think a meal is a small thing uh, because we're eating every day. We go to the refrigerator. We have all types of food in there. Uh, all types of leftovers. We go in the freezer. We got all kinds of options. And so at some point, we begin to take things for granted. But you know what? If we found ourselves homeless on the streets, begging for a meal, you know, all of a sudden, we wouldn't take things for a moment. You know, at one point, I remember starting my day and I had been eating uh, breakfast sandwiches. You know, you can buy... A pack of breakfast sandwiches, two in a pack, two two small sandwiches in a pack, and I had been eating these things for days, man, and I was sick of it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, you know, you eat some, you eat the same thing so many times in a row, you're like, all right, I'm tired of that, and that's how I felt. But you know what? God had to correct me and remind me, son, don't take it for granted. I started to think because, you know, I sat there and I'm about to heat it up or I might have already had it in the microwave. I don't remember at what moment, but I'm sitting there thinking about, man, I really don't want to eat this. And my mind fell to people who don't have any food, people eating out of garbage cans, people, you know, standing on the streets. It's raining outside. They're standing out there saying, hey, hey, I want food, you know, any food. You know, people taking secondhand meals, you know, you're, you're driving, you've been eating out of this meal and you run up on a homeless person. They're asking for food. And so you say, you know what, I'll give it to you. They t- they're they taking burgers, eating out, you know, bit off of them. fries, you've eaten half of them, ketchup all on. They might not even like ketchup. But you know what, when we when we want a certain thing, we say it has to be exactly how I want it. It has to be enough salt on it. The pepper has to be right. Oh, I don't eat this type of rice. I only eat the white rice. Oh, it's got to have the butter in it. It has to have the cheese right on it. So many things. So many things. So many uh, preferences that we have as people. And God began to deal with me this day and say, look, you can't take this meal for granted. And so suddenly it wasn't as bad as I as, as it was at first once God began to deal with me about this this same breakfast sandwich that I had been eating, you know, it's not the best meal. It's not the most nutritious. You know, you you look at the back of the pack and you say, oh, I got to have this amount of protein and I got to have this amount of carbohydrates. It was not all of that. However, you know, the scripture tells us all food is good to eat if you bless it and give thanks for it unto God. And so I thank God that He humbled me. He humbled me and he reminded me, don't take this meal for granted. See, there are some people who can't even eat food. Don't take that meal for granted, even though it's not the way you want it. Oh, the the fries aren't good or, oh, it's cold. or It's not the way you want it Oh, it's too much cheese. It's not the way you want it. But can you suffer through it and eat it? Can you get through it? There are people who wish they had this. The the very thing we're ready to throw in the trash. You know, uh, I'll, I'll leave that on. Things we're willing to throw away, somebody would be begging for. And so God had to remind me, don't take this for granted. You know, I've told people this before, and I thank God that I am not God. I thank God that I am not God because I wouldn't do right. I wouldn't do right because I know for a fact I did things for people. And, you know, uh, sometimes, Melvin, when we if we hold a door open for someone, Uh, And we stand there and wait an extra two, three seconds, four, five seconds. And and that person slowly walks up. You know, in your mind, you're like, ah, maybe they'll try to speed up. You know, we're not even patient enough to wait on the person. We get upset because they didn't speed up. This happens to us now. Let's be honest with ourselves. So we'll hold the door up before the person. And you know what happens sometimes? They'll walk right past you. They won't say thank you. They won't look you in the face. They won't say a word. And you know what? We get mad because we feel they took it for granted. We say, man, I won't do nothing else for them. <laughs> we feel they took it for granted. You know, a parent, if they if they struggle and, and they cook this meal, they cook some spaghetti, they, they cook some baked chicken, and that child gets that food. And they say, Man, I don't like baked chicken. I want some fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want spaghetti. I I, I was hoping we were going to do macaroni today. You know, I didn't want spaghetti this week. I don't have an appetite for it. We say that sometimes. Uh, I'm not feeling that. I don't have a taste for it. And that parent will become upset because they're thinking, man, I worked so hard to do that for you. Could you not suffer through and eat it? I worked so hard. We're struggling as it is to put food on the table. We're struggling to keep the bills paid. We're struggling to do all these things. And the first thing I hear is, I don't want that. I'm tired of this. So they start feeling we're taking it for granted. Many times in our lives we have. Because it it is not exactly the way we want it. We took it for granted. But you know, when we find ourselves in a position where we have so much less, those same very things that we took for granted, we'll be asking, we'll be thanking God for. You know, I I found myself some years ago, 2017, 2016 slash 2017, I found myself sick. Back and forth, in and out of the hospital, CT scan, MRIs, all types of blood tests. And one of the symptoms, I could not even feel the sensation of hunger. You know, hunger right now is something we take for granted. When we're hungry, we get upset. If we don't get food in time, and that's as soon as our stomach starts making sounds, (laughs) as soon as our stomach starts to make a noise and say, hey, I'm hungry. If we don't get food real soon, somebody say, I'm hungry, I'm upset, I'm ready to eat. We're mistreating people. But you know what I realized, man? Even the sensation of hunger, we can take it for granted. We look at that sensation as, man, that's a horrible feeling. Man, I can't stand this feeling. But you know what I realized? You can take that for granted. See, God took that feeling away from me. Glory be to God. I did not even feel that feeling. I could go all day. Never could feel that feeling. I wished I could. But, you know, I remember after praying, after relying on God, after, after seeking him time and time again, I remember when I felt it again. I don't know what day. I can't tell you what hour it was in the day. But I remember when I felt it. My eyes became teary. Water started rushing to my eyes. See, now I'm not taking this sensation for granted any longer. It takes things to be taken from us. And then we'll start to appreciate, we'll start to respect it. There's things that we as people have prayed for. And then after God has blessed us with it, we take it for granted. We're not even thankful for it any longer. Because now we're so used to it. We're accustomed to it. See, that, these are the things that God has put on my heart. Don't take it for granted. See, I, the reason I said I thank God that I'm not God, and you, got, you look, everybody out there should be thanking God. I'm not him either. <laughs> you guys should be thanking, I'm glad Tony's not God. <laughs> because I'm telling you, I would not do right. You know, look at how much God has did for us. Scripture tells us he's provided some better things for us now. Look at the technology we have. You know, these people had to uh, look up in the sky. They had to look at the position of the sun. They had to uh, kind of of find ways to tell what time it was, find ways to tell what part of the earth they were in. You know, all we got to do is pull out our phone right now. But you can take a five-year-old. They could tell you where you're at. You can talk to people from the other side of the world. You can find out what temperature is going to be today. Now, yeah, of course, we know sometimes it's a little off, but it'll tell you, hey, it's supposed to rain. It's a good chance it's supposed to rain today. Look, we have technology to tell you when a hurricane's coming, when the tornado, look where the tornado is going to. We have so much. Look, if we're hungry and it's a certain meal we want, you can pick up your phone. And you can go on YouTube. You can go and Google how to make this exact recipe. We have so much today. We have vehicles. See, right now, Melvin, we have people we can't even stand to park at the back of the parking lot at Walmart. We go to Walmart. We say, man, it ain't no close spot. So, you know, what we'll do (laughs) the God of Zion. We will sit there. And wait 10, 15 minutes till a close parking spot is available. <laughs> because we are too, uh, we just don't feel like walking. But I believe now, I believe this wholeheartedly. If God were to take the functioning of our limbs, we say, God, look, i walk. Every time I go to Walmart from here on out, i walk. I'll park at the back of the parking lot as long as I can get that functioning back in my body. Lord, I'll do it. If that's what it takes, if, if I got to make you this deal, Lord, I'll do it. The same things we once took for granted, we'll be begging God to put us in this position again. See, God is trying to get us to not take things for granted. This is why I keep trying to get to this point, but I still haven't said The reason I keep saying I'm thankful I'm not God is because if I've seen a people whom I've did so much for don't respect what I have did, you know what I'm going to say? Fine, I'll take it all away from you. I'll put you in a position where you'll be begging for it back. That's what I would do. If I see every day I'm feeding people and, and every time they go to the refrigerator, every time they eat a meal, they say, oh, I can't stand this I don't like it. Ah, oh, it's nasty. Ah, oh, we need to change how it's done. Ah, oh, this is the worst thing I ever ate in my life. I said, you know what, Joker? <laughs> That's your last time eating me. How about that? See, I thank God. He's not like me. Scripture tells us, he told us he stretched forth his hand all day long to a saying people. He stretched his hands all day long to people who slapped his hand, to people who said, I don't want that. I don't need that. This is where I personally have been time and time again in my life. I've been this person. I thank God he's not like me because he would have been cut me off, cast me into hell by now. He's trying to get us to be grateful. To be thankful. So now, I want to look at a few things because I keep going on and on. I want to look at a few things tonight. Luke 17. Let's pick up verse 17 Mel.
0: All right. We do have a few comments. So I'm going to read those really quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me see. I know some of them. Uh, David says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope you're having a blessed day. Um, Also, Sister Beta says, praise the Lord. Um, Cynthia is commenting and tagging people. Thank you for tuning in and helping spread the word. Um, I see Kiara is also mentioning people to watch the video. Thank you. Casey says, praise the Lord. Brothers, God bless. Uh, Amy says, praise the Lord. And Casey again says, hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening. I think that Is all of them for now. So thank you guys for helping spread the word or just um, speaking. uh, We greatly do appreciate each and every single one of you. Um, So Luke chapter 17 and verse 17, and Jesus answering said, were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the nine? Verse 18. They are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger. You
1: know what I see here when I read this, and we're familiar, many of us may be familiar with the story of how 10 lepers um, approached Jesus, um, came into contact with him, and they asked him to be clean. They, They desired to be relieved of the problem that they were facing. And the scripture goes on to tell us how he told them, look, go and show yourself to the priest, which was the custom. I won't get into all of that. But as they went, as they were obedient to the word of God, to the voice of God, as they were obedient, they were healed. But now Jesus asked a question here in verse 17. He said, only one came back to him now. Only one gave glory to God, only one thanked him, only one showed gratitude. The same thing we're looking for when we do something for somebody else and we say, man, they didn't even say thanks. Only one person did this for him. Only one. But you know what? Jesus did not take away the healing of those other nine. I don't find he did that. He's not like Tony, praise God. Only one, though, only one gave him thanks. But now he asked the question. Read that again for us in verse 17, Bill.
0: Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? So now because,
1: because he's asking about this, this tells me now that they knew they were healed. Because if they did not know, he should not have asked this question. Because how would they have the opportunity? Why would he expect them to return if they did not know? But he asked. He asked. Where's the other nine? Somebody's taking it for granted. Read for
0: us, ma'am. There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger.
1: When I read this, someone has taken it for granted. See, God is blessing us every day. He is blessing us every single day. The scripture tells us man ought to always pray. You know, we ought to be thanking God every day. But what often happens is so many problems begin to cloud our judgment. So many problems begin to weigh on our mind. We, we have a hard time thanking them today. Somebody stole this from me. We're having a hard time today thanking God. Somebody uh, is sick, somebody I love, or even myself. I'm sick. I'm in this condition. I got that problem. We have a hard time thanking him because we find ourselves in a certain condition or we find our loved ones in a certain condition, we have a hard time being grateful. We find ourselves taking some things for granted. You know, the Bible tells us all things work together for the good. Do we believe this? Do we believe this? See, there's so many instances. We won't go and look at all these places. My time is running out quickly. But there's so many instances where we can see people take it for granted. My mind went to the five wise and five foolish. And they knew. They knew the bridegroom was coming. Yet they took no oil. Yet they did not prepare themselves. They did not make themselves ready. But now that he's shown up, now that it's too late, they're trying to borrow oil. They're trying to prepare themselves. You've taken it for granted. Right now is our opportunity to be saved. Look at how many times. And even ourselves, I've said it myself. Back when I was still living a worldly life, I've even said it myself, man, I'm just trying to enjoy life right now. I'll get saved. I'll get right later on. After I do a few things, after I live my best life first. But God had to show me, so you're taking this thing for granted. You won't be living a life any longer if you keep on taking it for granted. So we put the things of God off. Take him for granted. And then at the end of time, we'll be expecting a reward. You know, there's another instance where there was a supper made for the king. He invited all these people for his son, a uh, wedding for his son. He invited all these people. And the Bible said "At one consent, they all took it for granted. They all began to make excuses. They all had so many excuses. Look, i just got married. I just bought a piece of land. I just bought some cattle. I just did this. I just built me a house. You know, I, I just got this new job. You know, I. I'm planning to take a trip. I got a trip coming up. They they came up with so many excuses taking it for granted. My hope and my prayer tonight is that we would no longer take for granted the small things that God is doing for us. Because honestly, they're not small. Look, if anybody out there has ever worked out, if you've ever did any exercise, you go to the gym and you say, oh, I want to work on my abs. You know, you, you want to <laughs> tighten up your core. If you ever have did that now, when your abs become sore, when your abs become sore after a day or two, you start recognizing as soon as you try to get up in the bed, you say, oh, my goodness. You start recognizing, wow, I didn't even know I used my abs for this. You, 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 <laughs> you try to walk or whatever you do, you start recognizing, I didn't know I used my ass. Look, if somebody makes you smile, somebody says something funny, make you laugh, you start recognizing, oh my goodness, it hurts to laugh. You start noticing, I did not know I used my abs for this much. You start to appreciate them more as you grow in knowledge and understanding of even your own body parts, you start to appreciate them more. Look, as we learn and grow and mature in Christ, we start to notice more and more how much he's doing for us. We start to appreciate him so much more. We start to see things that God is doing that someone else might not see. Jesus talked to a group of people uh, when he fed the 5,000. Uh, with the two fish and five loaves, he told a group of people, he said, you missed the miracle. You you did not even see it because your eyes were in the wrong place. They did not even see it. If we're not careful, if we're taking things for granted, there's some things we won't even see God doing on our behalf. There's some things in other people's lives we will not even see but God is working around us every day. Somebody told me a while back, uh, they were they were wondering why people don't, why certain people don't believe in God. Is it because there is no proof? Brother, there is proof around us of God every day. Look, we're using cell phones, computers, microphones, the internet. Look, somebody had to create that. There, there won't be a thing around us. You can pick whatever room you're in right now. There will not be a thing in there that you can say someone did not create. We know Apple makes the phone. We know Samsung makes a phone. Uh, All these different companies make different phones and computers. Somebody created it. The same goes for us. There's proof all around us but we have to make sure we don't take God for granted. We have to make sure we don't take him for granted. I want to look at a few things before I run out of time tonight. Let's run over, Melvin, to the book of Psalm. Um, once we get there, let's pick up Psalm 103. 103 in verse one, Psalm 103 and verse one. God has has did some great things for us. We know the scripture tells us while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Let's not take that for granted. You know, I've heard people say we ought to go and sin or else he died for nothing. People, People make a mockery out of what Jesus did. He died for your sin in order for you to forsake them, for you to give up that life. He didn't die for you to continue doing it. But somebody's taking it for granted what he did. Lord, help us not to take anything you have did for us for granted. Help us to be grateful. Let's pick it up in 103. Psalm 103 and verse
0: 1. All right. and We have one comment from Jeremy. He's uh, quoting a couple of verses in Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. It's definitely true. Thank you for that comment, Jeremy. Um, Psalms Psalms, chapter 103 and verse one. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, mm-hmm. and all that is within me. Bless his holy name.
1: Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. We ought to be blessing the name of the Lord every day we wake up, every moment of the day. Every moment of the day, we ought to be thanking him for something. Stuff we thank him for time and time again. We still ought to be thanking him for it. Because he's blessing us right now. He is blessing us right now. Read for us, man.
0: Bless the Lord, O my soul, Mm -hmm. forget not all his benefits.
1: Now, this is, I mentioned this earlier. We, We look for a job that has benefits. Who has more benefits than God? He told us, go into the vineyard and work, and that which is right, I'll pay you. Who has more benefits than God's job? What job out there is Amazon? What job out there is at Apple? What job out there has more benefits than God's job? If you talk about being blessed, he said, "In my father's house, there are many mansions." Isn't this what people are working hard for? We're we're out here working to get a better living condition, to live in a better condition, to live in a better environment, to live in a better neighborhood, to live in a better house. You know, these are the things we're working for. He said, "Look, in my." father's house we have all of this seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things including the place to stay it'll be added to you if we keep our minds on him he'll keep us in perfect peace he will bless you but we have to not take it for granted so he said don't forget his benefits. Look, there are things that God has did for me. Sometimes uh, I'll go weeks and months, and then all of a sudden I think back to a situation that I say, wow, you know, I do remember how God got me through that. Sometimes, you know, if we don't hear a certain thing after a certain period of time, we forget. It. Many of us went going through school we might have learned our timetable but I can guarantee you right now if, if people ask you certain ones you won't you won't remember you'll you'll yell out the wrong answer and you'll say hold on wait I think it was <laughs> I'm telling you we forget things we forget some blessings that God has blessed us with but at a certain point we have to remember that's the reason um God implemented all those different feasts, uh, like the Feast of the Passover, for them to look back and remember how God uh, caused them to escape death. You know, God has caused us to escape death every day. If you are still living here right now, God has caused you to escape death. Because if the devil had his way, we would already be dead. But Even though we escape a physical death, God has blessed us with an opportunity now to escape spiritual death. Read this next part for us, Mel.
0: Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, Mm -hmm. who healeth all thy diseases. Look, sin
1: is a disease. The Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. Sin is a spiritual disease. The medicine that we need is God. We need his word. We need his spirit. Sin is a disease. You know, there's so many diseases out of that. Uh, we're going around getting flu shots, the uh, vaccines. We're, we're taking medicine, uh, liquid medicine, pills, tablets. We're doing all kinds of things. We're having surgeries to overcome different sicknesses and diseases. But are we doing that for sin? Let's not take it for granted now. Let's not take this for granted. Sin is the most serious disease known to mankind. The most serious disease. Look, we're walking around wearing our mask. We're getting all the shots. We're trying to keep our distance. If we find out so-and-so has the flu, or, or COVID, look, we're, we're trying our best to keep our distance. We say we're going to quarantine. But when it comes to sin, this is the disease that we're talking about. He said, who forgiveth all of our iniquities. This is sin. Who heals all of our disease. This is sin that we're dealing with. Don't take that for granted. Look, If we have knowledge and understanding of God and who he is. See, there are people walking around every day who don't know the things about God that you know. Sometimes we're wondering, why do they live like that? Why are they acting like that? Why are they behaving this way? Because they don't have the understanding of God that you might have. Don't take that for granted. Don't allow that to puff you up. Don't become high-minded and proud, knowing nothing. Let us be humble and thankful that God has revealed some things to you. You know, the disciples talked to Jesus at one point and they asked, look, why do you continue to speak to the other people in parables? He said, because it's given to you to know the mysteries. God is going to give us some mysteries and understanding. He's not giving to everybody else because not everybody wants to put themselves in a position to hear from God. Don't take these opportunities for granted. Sometimes we go into a Bible study, we go into church, the whole time we're playing on our phone. The moment somebody texts us, oh, I got to text them back. We're we're continually checking our Facebook in church, in service, in Bible study. When it comes time to read something, we we say, I'm going to sit down and read the word. Our mind travels off and we don't even try to get our mind to come back. See, we got to get creative with this thing. I remember one time, uh, me and Melvin, I believe we were at the house one time. um, I I sat down. I said, man, I need to read something. I sat down to read. And it seemed like it happened almost instantly. My body got sleepy. Bible said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Instantly, I, I was like, my goodness, I can't stay awake at all. So I said, you know what? i just do something else. I can't remember if I decided to watch some TV or if I just decide to watch a video on my phone. I don't remember. But as soon as I began to do that, my body was wide awake again. <laughs> I said, I got you right where I wanted you. Back to reading for you. <laughs> See, we have to understand what we're dealing with. See, some people might not have this knowledge. But now that we have it, let's use it. Let's use it for our benefit. God will re- reward us. He's, he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. That's what the book tells us. I want to go somewhere else, Melvin. I, I, I won't. Read, read that next part first before we move. I, but I do really want to hear something else first. Uh, read, read verse 4, Melvin, and then we'll run over to another place really quick.
0: Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Mm-hmm who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies.
1: Look, I won't be able to hit all of this stuff. We serve an awesome God tonight. A God who we should not take things for granted. You know, they did not have the technology that we have right now in time past. Look, people did not even understand that if they took all of our blood out, they would kill us. They did not have this knowledge back then. You look it up if you don't believe it. See, God has blessed us with so many things, saving ourselves from destruction. We were running around hurting ourselves. We're still hurting ourselves. People killing each other every day. Famous rapper just was killed uh, a day or so ago. People killing each other every day. Leading us into a path of destruction. But you know what? God's word, he's trying to lead us away from that path. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. Love one another as I've loved you. He said, love your enemy. Look, when, when, when you, you're you at odds with someone, he said, agree with them. Save yourself from destruction. Save yourself from being hurt. Save your family from being hurt. Look, he told us not to get drunk. We can be saved from a lot of drinking and driving. A lot of DUIs. If we listen to God, he told us to be of a sound mind, sober mind. We could save ourselves from a lot of problems and a lot of mistakes if we just listen to God. I want to run over, Melvin, to the Book of Acts, chapter sixteen, because one thing I want to hit. Because we're really about our time, but one thing I want to hit, I wanted to. I want to look at something to show. God's people in past times not taking things for granted, for still remaining grateful, for still remaining uh, thankful for what God has did. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up. Thanksgiving should not be the only time we give God thanks. There's nothing wrong with us setting a day aside, but that should not be the only time. Christmas is coming up. Christmas should not be the only time we're celebrating the life of Christ. We should be celebrating these things every day, showing him how much we appreciate him every single day. So I want to look at something here in the book, of again, Acts chapter 16, because we're about out of time. Acts 16 and 16. Uh, read that for us, Mel.
0: All right, and we do have one comment from um, Sister Rosie. Uh, she just mm-hmm. says, praise the Lord. So praise the Lord to you. Thank you so much. Thank praise you so much for tuning in. Um, so Acts chapter 16 and verse 16, if I can get to it. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. hmm The same followed Paul in us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show Mm -hmm. unto us the way of salvation. Verse 18 for us. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Now I won't have time to
1: go into all of these things. But what I did want to point out here, Paul, he was being followed now by someone possessed with a demon, mocking them, saying, hey, he's a follower of the Most High God. He's a preaching. He's doing this. But this this lady was mocking him because of the devil using her, mocking him. So he casts the devil out of this person, sits her in her right mind, causes an uproar in the city. Because if you read that verse again, it says uh, she brought her masters much gain. She provided money. She was a fortune teller. Tell you what she was. She was a fortune teller. And so she provided a lot of money for a lot of people. And so once she's no longer doing that anymore, she's in her right mind. Because all throughout the Old Testament, God told his people to stay away from this type of stuff. So now, Paul has helped her to be put in her right mind through the power of God now. And once this happens, the city's in an uproar. Paul finds himself being cast into prison. Him and Silas and some other saints being cast into prison. But before that now something else happened. Pick up pick up verse 23 now or 22. Pick up verse 22.
0: And the multitude rose up together against them. And the magistrates <laughs> rent off their clothes mm-hmm. and commanded mm-hmm. to beat them. Mhm. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Now The only thing
1: that has happened is that Paul has been preaching the word of God. He's not walking around harming anybody, but they were upset with him so much so that they decided to beat him and then cast him into prison. I'm looking at something here. See, as long as God is blessing us, as long as everybody's on on our side, as long as everybody has our back, as long as everybody's saying all these good things about us. Life's good. LG, somebody said, life's good. But you know, once everybody starts coming against us, he said, man, it seems like God isn't on my side anymore. Now Paul finds himself in a position where he's beaten. He had not did any wrong. He's just doing what God told him. They've beaten him. And not only did they beat him, they took away his freedom, throw him in prison. I'm looking at something here. Can we remain grateful in these moments? Can we still show God we're thankful in these type of situations? When life's not going as planned, are we now taking God for granted? Are we now upset at God? There's problems that happen in people's lives. They get upset with God. They say, I can't believe God let this happen to me. I've been trying to serve him. I've been trying to live right. Now we think God owes us. something. Once you find yourself in a situation where there's problems, can you still not take life for granted? Can you still not take God for granted? Can you still trust him? Can you say, though he slay me, though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. Can you confess these things that holy people have confessed throughout the past? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Even though he's letting me go through some problems. Look, Shabbat, Meshach, and Abednego, they, they sat there. They said, look, we know God has a power. We know he has a power to deliver us from this fire, but even if he does we still trust him. Putting it in my words, we still trust him. We're going to rely on him. They didn't take God for granted. They did not cast away their confidence. Scripture told us, cast not away your confidence. It has a great recompense of reward. There's a reward waiting for you. If you can remain grateful, if you can continue to show God, look, I still trust you. It's not going right. It's storming. It is looking bad for me, right? And now times are rough right now. God, I still trust you. The gas prices are up. COVID numbers are up. The flu numbers are up. Look, this person's sick. That person's sick. Lord, this death has happened. That death. But Lord, I still trust you. Can you trust him in these times? Will you take him for granted in these moments? Look at what they did here. They're cast into prison. But I want to read what they did, man. Read verse 23. They, 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 they beat them. But now let's read verse 23. Start over in 23 for us again.
0: And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Mm-hmm. Don't let them out, all right? Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks.
1: Now, this tells me how serious this was. They gave him such an order. He put them in the deepest part they had, made sure. Look, look, we're gonna make sure that these fellows will not get out of here because people are upset. I believe they wanted to kill him. That's what I believe. Now, the scripture doesn't say that, but I believe they wanted to kill him, and I'll tell you why. So now they're put in the inner prison. And then he also made sure to chain up their feet. Read for us, ma'am.
0: And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang Mm -hmm. praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them.
1: Glory be to God. At midnight, at the darkest hour, at, at the moment when things seemed to be the worst, look at what they did. Good God Almighty. They still did not take God for granted. They began, the scripture said, at midnight, they prayed. They prayed and they sang praises unto God. You know, they weren't in there talking about, man, I I can't sing that well. They didn't say that, man. They didn't say that this night. They said, I'm not going to take the voice that I have for granted. He said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. They said, I'm not going to take this for granted. This might be the last time. Now, I'm not saying Paul believed that. But I'm not going to take this for granted. We're going to pray. We're going to sing praises unto God. Somebody didn't take him for granted. At this hour where things were as bad as they could get, The only thing that has not happened is they've been put to death. That's it. But they sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. They weren't afraid about somebody else hearing it. They weren't concerned with somebody else hearing this. They weren't worried about how their voices sound. They said, man, we're going to praise God. After being beaten, And they didn't do anything to deserve. You know, some of us, if we had gotten beaten for the name of Jesus, just because we trying to follow him, we said, man, (laughs) something ain't right about this. I thought God was supposed to protect me. We start doubting him. But I'm looking at how they didn't take it for granted. They held on. Look at what happened, man. Read for us.
0: And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So mm-hmm. that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's mm-hmm. bands were loosed.
1: God began to show himself mighty on their behalf. See, if we could learn to keep praising God, if we could learn to not take anything he's given us for granted. You know, sometimes we get something that is not exactly what we want and now we mope and complain about it. We, 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 uh, we're just so upset. But he said, if you can be faithful in that which is least, he said, if you can be faithful with a small amount, if you can be faithful with things that, that are not up to your high standards, he said, you can be faithful with more. I'll bless you with more. I'll take you to something better. But God wants to see how we react to things right now. Are we going to be grateful right now? Will we take it for granted right now? This is a problem that we have today. This is a problem that we have. My time is up, but I thank God for this. Look, if you have questions, you can always ask. So please, if you got a question, ask. But God has been so good to you. I want you to remember that. Don't begin to take him for granted because some things didn't go your way. But now, here, an earthquake happens. They begin to pray, there's power in the name of Jesus. Demons tremble, the earthquakes at the name of Jesus. They begin to call on his name, sing to him, and an earthquake happens. But now, I want to show you, I want to show you what happened now. The scripture here told us, as I wrapped this up, the scripture here told us everyone's chains were loose. Even though they were in shackles, they were loose. There's something about them. I'm trying to tell you something. In your situations that you are going through right now, just call on the name of Jesus. Keep calling on it. At midnight, call on it. At 12 p.m., call on it. Middle of the day. Middle of the night, whatever hour it is, this week call on him, next week call him. Continue to praise him for what he's already did. I'm telling you, he'll show up. He'll show up. So he did something miraculous here. He loosed their chain. Now read verse 27,
0: middle. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Look,
1: this is what makes me feel that this was really serious. He, he felt that if he didn't kill himself, look, his, his his boss would, they were going to kill him. Because his job was to make sure these people did not get out. So now he awakes and sees the cell open. He's thinking, man, it's over for me. But Paul began to take the man. I'm not going to get it all. Paul took the man, told him, look, don't do thyself no harm. He said, we're all here. You don't have to kill yourself. The man asked, look, man, what do I need to do to be saved? Good God Almighty. He asks, "What I want to be saved. There's something real about this. See, if you would praise God, if you would show God you're grateful, if you would continue to magnify him, even when you don't have much, somebody will see your attitude. Somebody will see the God in you. And they'll say, man, what do I need to do to get that? There's You have a joy about you, even though. Everything around you seems to be falling down. But there's a peace that you have. See, I know if it were me in that condition, man, I'd be losing my mind. But they said, I see something in you. Joy in the midst of the storm. I'm seeing that joy in you. What do I need to do to get this? He said, if you keep your mind stayed on me, he said he'll keep you in perfect peace. We got to learn of him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Say, look, I'll give you rest. This is what Jesus told us. Come to him. He will help you tonight. But you have to remember, don't take it for granted. The, if you feel you don't have much, sometimes we people compare themselves to somebody else. They say, well, I'm not as talented as so-and-so. They can do this. I can't do that. It's not about that. He's asking, what can you do? Are you willing to do the little bit you can do? Sometimes people (laughs) people will walk right over stuff. Paper all on the ground, empty bottles, cans. It'll trip us. And instead of us picking it up, we'll say, yeah, I've seen stuff all over the floor. But we wouldn't do nothing about it. God is just looking for us to do what we can do. Not compare yourself to the next person. Just be grateful for what He's giving you, and use that, so I thank God for you guys. God bless you guys. We went over a few minutes um, well, I personally went over a few minutes, <laughs> but God is good uh so at this time, I'll turn it back over to the hands of Mel.
0: thank you as always um great message, and we all can be guilty of taking things for granted. I know I have and can still. Continue to be um, taking things for granted. Um, Tony uh, mentioned earlier that um, he saw a, a wreck, and it just reminded me. Um, just yesterday, while I was doing some driving for Uber, uh, picked up this guy from the hospital who had a big cast on his leg and a big cast on his left hand. And um, you know, I, we were talking, and I asked what happened, and he said he had been in a car accident that Monday. So from that Monday up until yesterday, he had been in the hospital. Um, There was this police officer had his car parked in one of the in the slow lane. And the guy that I was giving a ride to, he was driving a a company van and um, he looked to grab something out of the door. And he said by the time he looked up, he was already in the back of this police officer's car and he was traveling around 75 miles per hour on the interstate. And so going that fast to hit a steel car <laughs> did some damage. You know, he was showing me some pictures of his leg, like when it first happened in his hand. And it was it was gruesome. You know, and I'm not trying to say he took those limbs for granted, but just things can change so fast. Tony also mentioned the rapper that got killed. You know, we don't leave the house thinking or knowing that this is my last time leaving. You know, we already have in our mind what we're going to do when we get back. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to call so-and-so back. But (laughs) it could be life is delicate and it can be taken from us, taken from us at any point. You know, being perfect health, never had any health problems. Um, I've heard COVID killing people. Or you just dropped down dead. I mentioned it several times before. A basketball player in the middle of a basketball game dropped down dead. Did an autopsy report. No, Had these expert doctors. Nobody could tell the reason that he died. We take so many things for granted. Blinking, um, even breathing. I forgot the exact number. I remember looking it up looking it up during a previous live stream of how many times we breathe in and out a day. It's in the tens of thousands, but we don't think about it. It happens automatically. There are people that can't breathe on their own. Our heart beats. Just think about how much our heart beats a day. There are people that their heart won't beat. There are people right now begging for the opportunity that we are in. They have a machine doing the breathing, the eating, the pumping of the heart for them. You know, we call it artificial life. The moment they pull that plug on that machine has came over. And we have all of these abilities to breathe, to eat, um, to feel pain, like Tony mentioned earlier, to feel hungry. I overheard a conversation with somebody said, "Man, I wish I couldn't feel pain." You know, and pain is unpleasant. But feeling pain, we need to do that. You know, we could be got bit by a spider or bit by a snake. That pain alerts us, "Hey, something is wrong. You need to get this checked out." If we didn't feel that pain, we would never know. We driving, and we're driving in a car, and we get we get upset. At the person for going the speed limit, trying to be safe. I know I've been guilty of it. We complain about every single thing, no matter how small the convenience is. And I mentioned this a while ago, but I want to read this um, post and I, it might be made up, but uh, we can definitely learn something from it. It's um, a person that went through a series of unfortunate events and had a conversation with God. So I'll read it. And um, it says, "Me, God, can I ask you a question?" God said, "Sure." Me, promise you won't get mad. God, I promise. Me, why did you let so much stuff happen to me today? <laughs> we we have that question to God: why this, why that, why me? God said, "What do you mean, me?" Well, I woke up late. God said, "Yes." Me, my car took forever to start. God said, "Okay." Me, at lunch, they made my sandwich wrong, and I had to wait. God said, hmm. Me, on my way home, my phone went dead just as I picked up a call. God said, all right. Me, and on top of it all, and to top it all off, when I got home, I just want to soak my feet in my new foot massager and relax. But it would not work. Nothing went right today. Why did you do that to me, God? And I can count or I can't count how many days I felt like this same and like I was in the same scenario. So God replies, let me see. The death angel was at your bed this morning and I had to send one of my angels to battle him for you for your life. I let you sleep through that. And me in my humble voice said, oh, God said, I didn't let your car start because there was a drunk driver on your route that would have hit you if you were on the road me it just has ashamed in parentheses god said the first person who made your sandwich today was sick and i didn't want you to catch what they have i knew you couldn't afford to miss work and then it says me embarrassed okay god says your phone went dead because the person that was calling was going to give fault a false witness about what you said on that call i didn't even let you talk to them so you would be covered and it says me i see god God said, oh, and that foot massager, it had a shortage that was going to throw out all of the power in your house tonight. I didn't think you wanted to be in the dark. Then me, I'm sorry, God. God said, don't be sorry. Just learn to trust me in all things, the good and the bad. And me, I will trust you, God. And don't doubt that my plan for your day is always better than your plan. And like I say, this can be completely fabricated, but it fits into a lot of our days when it seems like everything is going wrong. I mentioned it so many times we have to think about what God could be protecting us from. And it says, God says his plan is always better than ours. I remember um, in Isaiah, it says, for my plans and my thoughts are higher than yours as high as the heaven is above the earth. So are my thoughts and plans higher than yours. So, we need to trust God and be grateful for the things that did not go our way. No, I don't think I've ever talked about it on here, but I feel like this is a good time to mention it now. Um, God will put us in these positions where we have the potential of being saved. And most of the times, these are not very pleasant positions to be in. Um, like Tony mentioned, like he was sick. But look what that brought him to today. You know, but I say that to say this. um, My mom had cancer. She was diagnosed in 2007 with breast cancer. And she recently, um, she passed away on September 29th, 2021. And I miss my mother dearly. But I have to care about her spiritual life way more than I care about her physical life because by her being in that position, you know, stuck in bed, she had the opportunity to hear some things that could have very well saved her spiritual life. So what ended her physical life could have very well saved her spiritual life. And, you know, me being selfish and having human emotion, of course I want her to still be here. But if that disease called her to ultimately have eternal life, then I'm grateful. You know, I don't want to take it for granted because I've taken a lot of things just for my mom for granted. I remember growing up uh, when I got in trouble, she she would take my phone and she would call out these scriptures. And she said, go remember, memorize these scriptures and you can get your phone back. Of course, I would just memorize them to get my phone back. I wasn't actually trying to learn. But that gave me the discipline to sit down and read these scriptures today. You know, another thing I took for granted, uh, we didn't always have a car. or we would just have one and my dad would be self-employed and he would be working in that one car. But the Lord blessed us to live right down the street from the school so I could just walk. Every single morning, my mom would anoint my head and pray for me before I left to go to school. Every single morning. Now, of course, me, I was annoyed. I'm like, Mama, come on now. I'm, I'm ready to go. I have my headphones in my hand. Like, I'm ready to go and bump this Drake, this little Wayne on this walk to school. But I can't even imagine how many times her prayers had got me out of situations, like terrible situations. So I'm thankful. And I I just need to pray, Lord, don't don't let me take anything for granted because let that thing be taken away from me. I'll definitely be begging for it. So that's all I have to add. Um, I do appreciate every each and every single one of you guys. We do for tuning in. Um, We see I see we have uh, some comments. Janet says God can see what's around the corner. Um, Jeremy says trust in God. He will always make a way definitely um she janet also says unseen danger there are unseen dangers every everywhere behind every corner and when something doesn't work out our way then we complain not even knowing what god has protected us from so i think that all the comments. So I thank each and every single one of you guys for tuning in. I thank you guys so much for the comments. David, Kiera, Casey, Amy, Cynthia, Sister Betty, Jeremy, Sister Rosie, and Janet. Thank you guys so much for leaving a comment. And if you ever have any questions, our inboxes are always open. You can ask on the live stream or if you're listening, to the podcast, just send a message uh, at our email, um, jmstorm2019 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys, or even if you don't agree with something that we say, we would love to sit down and read the scriptures because it's not Tony's word. It's not my word. It's the word of God. So, again, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, As my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good message each and every single week. We would love to have you guys in there and interacting and asking questions um, or even suggesting the topic for, you know, Tony to cover because um, I know he's had a couple of nights like that. So we would love to see you guys there. And as my weekly reminder to you guys, as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy. And again, counted all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at Facebook.com slash JMS Bible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at JMSBible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign joystorm 12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always.